Ah, I'd forgotten how much fun all these services were. It's good, isn't it? Wow. The passage says all the promises are yes and amen in Christ. Now, it also says, do we make plans by worldly wisdom? When I say I'm coming, do I do it by worldly wisdom? And then I don't turn up? Suggesting worldly thinking is flaky. And it is. It's really weird and odd because worldly thinking makes so much sense to us. It's the way we're trained. It's the way we're taught to think. If we're running a business, you've got to use worldly thinking, haven't you? Have you? I've got friends who run businesses who make decisions that their accountants go, you know, they go swivel-eyed and they start, the steam comes out their ears, yet their business prospers. I've got a friend who set up a business plan with a tithe in the business plan. And his accountant said, you can't do that. Christian accountant, you can't do that because that's giving the tax man. You can't, you just can't, you can. And Paul and Tanya tithe even sometimes when their income was zero. They didn't take 10% of zero. They still gave what they decided their tithe was because 10% of zero is, well done. Just checking the maths, you know. And the, and the business prospered. Well, at least it didn't do any more badly than anybody else's. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't just because they made that decision didn't mean it was wrong. Putting God at the center of all things. And the promises he has made. Can you think of Bible promises? If I had one this morning, he could be with you. What else has he promised? You, <laughs> you all look great. Right. Oh, he's asked us a question. Oh, no. The He'll never leave us. The rainbow is there. He'll never destroy us because of our sin. He'll never destroy the world because of sin. What about other promises? He'll provide all we need. Whoever said that over there, thank you very much. He'll provide all we need. He'll look after us. He is Jehovah Jireh. And just because we don't believe something doesn't mean it's not true. Hands up who's become a Christian as an adult or, or as a sort of 16 plus, yeah? Lots of us. Before we were Christians, before I became a Christian at 20, so before 1985, was the fact that Jesus had died for my sins true? Was the fact that Jesus had risen from the dead true? Was the fact that I didn't believe it, did that make it not true? So it was true... But I had to enter into an experience of that. I had to enter into a relationship with Jesus to make it true for me. It wasn't that it wasn't true. I just wasn't experiencing that truth. So does God provide for us? Do we experience it all the time? I can see some people going, I know the answer is yes, but I'm not sure I can say yes. But we've got to actually... It says, there's a response, doesn't it? It says the promises are yes, and I'm, are, are yes in Christ. And then through us, through him, he's, we speak the amen. So it's not just that the promises is yes. 
It's not just that he's promised to give us something. It's not just that he's promised to be someone. We've got to go, amen. What does amen mean? So be it. Let it be. We're going, yes, it's true. Okay. Like that moment you became a Christian. You didn't make it true, but by becoming a Christian, you went, yes, that's true for me. I accept it's true, and now it's true for me. And these promises are there. And sometimes we stand on the promises even when it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So the day after planning permission gets turned down, we're still believing the promises, aren't we? And David and I are still believing the promises the day after it gets... (laughs) Do we feel like it? Do our emotions say we should? Of course not. We feel rubbish. Actually, you weren't so bad, were you? Actually, you you were doing okay. But it didn't make it less true. You know, last Saturday, they got people to do lots of revelation for the churches. Those of you that were there, do you remember doing that? Guys, some of you did that as well, didn't you? And some of the teenagers had words and revelation for Christchurch Fulham, for Stuart's church that he's leaving um, soon, just after Christmas. Uh, But boy, was it spot on. He's fed back this week, guys. Are you listening? If you got revelation for him and for his church last Saturday, it was awesome. Even if you had no flipping idea what you were doing. But God spoke through you. He really did. So hear that. And I saw some of it as I handed it to people, and it was just amazing. We got some stuff, and there's two things I just want to share with you this morning. We got two things. One was, I don't know what it means, but the name St. Leonard's, I think, is important. You need to understand what Leonard means. Uh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> just an affirmation. And then, again, the word that said, the promises he's made to you about what is to come are still true. Hold on to them, even though it doesn't look like it's happening. And I found out who that was from, and it was from somebody who had no idea about our building project. So it's just, again, you go, okay, we're holding on. We're going to hold in there. Are the promises yes in Christ? Amen. Should we try that again? Are the promises yes in Christ? Are the promises in the Bible yes in Christ? Are the promises that he's given us by, the, by prophetic revelation, yes, in Christ? Simple, isn't it? Flipping out as well. Sometimes it's the hardest thing in the world, but it's the simplest thing in the world.